0: Robert Sapp here. Welcome to the Trinity Word Ministry Podcast. Tonight we're going to be in both the Old and the New Testament, and we're going to start in Genesis chapter 1. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good, and God divided the light from the darkness. And God called the light day and the darkness he called night, and the evening and morning were the first day. And God said, Let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. And God made the firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament, and it was so And God called the firmament heaven, and the evening and the morning were the second day. And God said, Let the waters under the heaven be gathered together into one place, and let the dry land appear. And it was so. And God called the dry land earth, and the gathering together of the waters called He seas. God saw that it was good. And god said let the earth bring forth grass the herb yielding seed and the fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind whose seed is in itself upon the earth and it was so and the earth brought forth grass and herb yielding seed after his kind and the tree yielding fruit whose seed was in itself after his kind and god saw that it was good and the evening and the morning were the third day and god said let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night. And let them be for signs and for seasons, for days and years. And let them be for lights in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth. And it was so. And God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day, the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also. And God set them in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth and to rule over the day and over the night and to divide the light From the darkness. And God saw that it was good. And the evening and the morning were the fourth day. And God said, Let the waters bring forth abundantly the moving creature that hath life, and fowl that may fly above the earth in the open firmament of heaven. And God created great whales, and every living creature that moveth, which the waters brought forth abundantly after their kind, and after every winged fowl after his kind. And God saw that it was good. And God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful, and multiply, and fill the waters and the seas, and let fowl multiply in the earth. And the evening and the morning were the fifth day. And God said, Let the earth bring forth a living creature after his kind, cattle and creeping thing, and beast of the earth after his kind, and it was so. And God made the beast of the earth after his kind, and cattle after their kind, and And God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful, and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. And God said, Behold, I have given you every herb-bearing seed which is upon the face of the earth, and every tree in which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed, to you it shall be meat. And to every beast of the earth, and to every fowl of the air, and to everything that creepeth upon the earth, wherein there is life, I have given every green herb for meat. And it was so. And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. And you go, okay, you've read the entire first chapter of the book of Genesis. Why? If you read the scriptures, and you don't believe that what the scripture says is true then why are you reading them but if you read the scriptures and you believe that everything that's in the scriptures is true then why are you worried you look at the first chapter of the first book and it shows us that god created everything god made everything he made the night and the day the stars the sun the moon everything and if he can do that if he can take nothing and make something out of it then don't you think that he can take your problem and fix it so why are we worried i know it's easy for me to sit here and say but you know that's one of uh that's one of my issues is i do worry some about certain things concerned about certain things but i read i go back and i read genesis chapter one and i look at it and i'm like wow you know i understand that everything in the bible is true i don't understand everything in the bible but i understand that everything in the bible is true so I understand that God can do something with nothing he can make everything out of nothing so he can take your problem and make it into nothing but you've got to want him to have it and you've got to let him have it you can't just Think that just because it's your problem and God's not concerned. God is concerned. God is very much concerned. And it's not your problem, it's also His problem. So I'm encouraging you when you get discouraged, go to the book, go to Genesis. And look and read and study and understand that what you're reading and what you're studying and what you're looking at is God's Word and God's Word never fails and if God's Word never fails that means God never fails so you you can put your money on God as the old saying you can take it to the bank but he took everything Or he took and made everything. So he's concerned about your problems and there is nothing in your life that is bigger than God can control, than God can handle, than God can do. But you may say, well, my problems are small compared to God and, and, and they're too small to bother him with it. Matthew chapter 10 and verse starting with verse 29 matthew 10 starting with verse 29 are not two sparrows sold for a farthing and one of them shall not fall on the ground without your father but the very hairs of your head are all numbered fear ye not therefore ye are of more value than the sparrows fear ye not therefore Ye are of more value than many sparrows. So no matter what your situation you're going with, no matter what you're facing right now, understand that God is control and He's willing and wanting to take your problems. I read to you in Genesis chapter 1 where He took nothing and made something. He's wanting to take your something and make nothing. But we got to give it to Him we have got to lay it down at his feet and not pick it back up now that's easy enough said harder to do and oftentimes we lay things at god's feet expecting instant answers i remind you that the children of israel was in the land of egypt for 430 years i remind you that the children of israel Was wandering in the desert for 40 years have you waited 40 years I know you've not waited 430 years between the last book of the Old Testament and the first book of the New Testament was roughly 400 years have you waited that long you can wait just a little bit longer you see it's not that God couldn't move on it immediately he could but there is a reason why he's delayed, why he's tarried. It's not that he's not concerned, it's not that he's not caring. It is his delay that shows that he is caring, it is his delay that shows that he is concerned. You see, a lot of times when we ask, we ask the wrong question. We ask for things that we shouldn't ask for or we don't need. And if God had given us everything that we asked for, everything that we thought we needed, we'd be in really bad shape. So God's waiting on us to get our thought process correct. God's working on two scenes, two ends. God's working on you and someone else. God's working on you and the problem. God's working on you. And you may not be exactly where you need to be for God to answer the question. You know, I I grew up in the mountains, Tennessee. And we often like to tell people, well, you can't get there from here. You have to go someplace else and start. And that's kind of a tongue in, well, that is definitely tongue in cheek. That is a joke that is, you know, just humorous. But there are places where you can't get to unless you get to somewhere to start. You can't climb a mountain unless you're at the foot of the mountain. You can't look up in the valley unless you're at the bottom of the valley. So there's times when you have to be in a certain position or a place before God can ever work on you and move on you. Most of the time, that's spiritual. But sometimes it's also physical. 36 years ago 37 years ago in August of this year August of 2022 it will be 37 years since I asked God To get me a job I Wasn't in the state Literally was not living in the state in August 1985 I was not in the state that the job was in he had to move me from Tennessee to North Carolina for me to be able to get the job that he had for me so in Tennessee I wasn't physically where he wanted me to be or where I needed to be I asked for the job in August he gave me the job in January after I moved to North Carolina Now, I had the job lined up when I moved. But I was not able to do the job from where I was at. I had to move to do the job. So sometimes it's physical where we have to be. So God's waiting. But it's not because He's not concerned. He is very much concerned. How bad would it have been if God had given me the job in August of 1985 and I wasn't there to do the job, then I would have gotten fired before I ever started the job. So you see, there's processes that has to go through. There's situations that we have to go through. So I encourage you, don't get discouraged. The Scriptures tells us to look up for our redemption, draweth nigh. Look up to the hills from whence cometh our help. So I am encouraging you, don't be discouraged look up and understand that if god can take nothing and make something and he has the very hairs on your head numbered then he is very much concerned about your problems no matter what they are no matter how small they seem or no matter how large they seem god is very much concerned let's go to the lord in prayer Our most kind and gracious Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your many blessings upon our life, Lord. We ask, Lord, that you'll move and that you'll touch. And, Lord, that when that little worry comes in, that little concern, that little doubt, that, Lord, that you will just remind us that you saw your creation in Genesis chapter 1 and you saw that it was good. Remind us that we are more than many sparrows and that you know when they fall on the ground. Lord, we ask that you'll move and that you'll touch. And Lord, you'll keep us until the appointed time. In Jesus' sweet and holy name we pray. Amen. Guys, like I always say, be good to each other. Talk to you soon.